Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. Excuse me, is this yours? It is. Did you want to learn a little bit more about Bahamut? You need to take this and not spread it around here. Oh, well, that seems really close-minded of you guys. Next time you're here, if I'm here, uh, we can make notes. Perfect. That sounds at least is something. We're we're like detectives of the unknown. Ooh, should I start a detective agency? This could be something. What about High Moon? I mean, you could probably make it in a couple ten day. Oh. I'm sorry. Excuse me. uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Wait. How many of the tens? You'd have to steal something to make it worth my while here. Oh, I don't mind stealing. There's a shipment coming in around the same time that you're supposed to be there. So we just have to draft up the uh, the contract here, my dear. Your names were again, Sully. Do, do we need all our names down for the whole stealing thing? The three of you are, you seem like a good team. We're a great team, but you know what? Shit goes sideways. This is, this should be all on me. So if we're all ready? Yes, I think time is of the essence. Yeah, it sounds like we're on a clock here. There's a snap and you see a sign that says, high moon this way. Well, she's accurate. You got to give her that. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Maxted. That is me. I play Nerixious Acra, but you can call me Glim. And Tom Laird. That's me. I play Moot. And Amy Moore. That's me, and I play Sullivan's Light, but you can call me Sully. And I play your Dungeon Master, so you can call me that. But don't call him late for dinner. Ha! Ah! Yeah. Woo. Ha. Ah, good times. Good times. Where you get more of those jokes? We shouldn't jump right into it. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Russ wants to jump right into it. I just want to jump three seconds. It's on task. It's good. It's very focused. No, everybody have a good week. Lots of gardening. I moved. It's very, I was going to say exciting, but that would be a lie. I moved. So, Lynch, yeah. I think we all know Get the exactly everything right that's entailed yeah. with that. Uh, I made so. focaccia bread on the weekend. Ooh, that I sounds that. more delicious. It was really good. I call it focaccia. I was going to say you call it, a, you're a focaccia. Hmm. Your focaccia sounds like I did my Cosmo quiz. <laughs> I'm a focaccia. You're a focaccia. I'm a focaccia. <laughs> a focaccia, but you know, it's fine. That looked delicious. It that's for sure. So oh, it was uh, really good. And I oversalted it a little, but not like that yeah, was a bad thing. It was really good. Oh, no, it's a good thing. No. Did you put like rosemary in there? Was it? Like, I didn't because the recipe, I always like to make a recipe exactly as it calls the first time. And then mm-hmm. I'll 
do fun things with it. So this was just bare bones, what the recipe called for. And then uh, next time, I believe Rosemary will be in there because mm-hmm. yeah. there was, one, good there was one we made focaccia. with uh, cherry tomatoes and rosemary stuffed into the bread. Ooh. That was mm-hmm. like in Lethbridge. No, was, it wasn't. That was in Nanaimo. Was it in Nanaimo? It was in Nanaimo. I feel like it was, was a really, it, really long time <laughs> I mean, ago. Still, I mean, still almost 10 years, years ago. ago. Yeah, it was almost yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> so apparently I don't make focaccia enough. Uh, but where you can see all this delicious stuff is over on our Discord. And patrons, if you want to go visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, have exclusive channels over there to discuss all of the sweet bonus content that they get for joining us on Patreon. What you also get when you're a patron is an episode dedicated to you. And Russ is just going to pull that Excel sheet up here, like, right quick. Uh, let's just, no, like, we have it, jive we, for a little bit. We've always got we're, it planned out. We've we've always got it totally ready. <laughs> always. Before we start. We know what we're doing here. We've been doing it for so long. I mean, we shouldn't make fun of Russ. Literally, could any of the three of us even find this spreadsheet no. if we needed to do it? Absolutely not. Could any of the three of us do anything for this podcast if we needed to? Absolutely not. not. No. Like today's patron... Durgil Anasteel. Durgil Anasteel? I'm very sorry if I pronounced it wrong. No, that's a fucking name. It is good. I I like like it. it. Wow. And I don't think So many syllables and so many letters. It's really exciting. Me neither. I love it. Durgil. Thank you, Durgil. And if it's it's Durgil. Oh. uh, uh, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Either way, we think you're great. Thank you. Fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, find out more at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And now, fuck it, let's play D&D. You were teleported by Charmy mm-hmm. to uh, the outskirts of the city of High Moon. You have your uh, donkey and cart, uh, faithful old Rolf, and you have made your way into the city of High Moon. It's a large town. And the capital of Deepingdale, which is the uh, the area you're in, the Dale Lands, as they are otherwise referred to as. You enter, and it's about midday, um, and the city is uh, large. The, the main population of the city are humans, elves, and half-elves. And in fact, one of the most well-integrated settlements of those three. Usually there is, of course, a little bit of head-butting uh, between humans and elves, but not here. So that's exciting. They solve their problems in other ways, hence all the half elves. <laughs> Am I right? Hey. Hey. <laughs> this is a very sexual city we've just entered. Right? Everyone's boning to solve their problems. Uh, you walk into uh, the town on the main road, and it leads you into a open market of High Moon. And there are many merchants there. Um, from all across the region. Uh, most of them are there selling their local harvest. Is there any, like, um, you know, when you are in a tourist city and they have all these very specific things? She wants a big pamphlet stand. I'm wondering if there's <laughs> any, uh, like, make love, not war in High Moon, because that's clearly their whole thing. Um, I really like that. So yes, there are you know very not. It's quite like the hippie, I, I heart but, New York, yeah. but it's yeah. their theme is make love not war. Keep high moon weird, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> yeah, I like all of those. That's what you mm-hmm. see all over the place. Very okay. Um, 
loving relationships between everybody are, are portrayed in these images. Um, it really is just a tight-knit community. The, you know, it's like everybody's family until you're not. Well, because otherwise it gets weird. Right? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like when you want to go to Bone Town, yeah. that's when you're. Yeah, not you have to make sure anymore. can't can't should, shouldn't be family. Yeah. No, no, no. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, nope. there are many other people. This PSA brought to you by <laughs> incest. Please don't. Look <laughs> <laughs> like at John's face. He's like, don't put that in there. That's weird as fuck. <laughs> So this is your first episode. It, mm. Yeah, go back a Welcome. little bit. This will seem fine. This will be totally fine. <laughs> this this will just mill. be normal. Yeah. yeah, guys, I really like this place. I'm getting like a really good vibe. Yeah, I think so too. It's so everyone seems so loving, and like there's this great energy. People are making out all over the place and stuff. Maybe there's something in the water. Maybe. Yeah, it's like this is really a different vibe than we've we've experienced before. I think. Um, an older lady catches you as you're walking by, just reaches out and grabs your arm and says, You look hungry, travelers. Can I help you? And she shows you to her to her stand. She's got um, corn and potatoes and apples and, and wheat, all sorts of things. She looks like, Your donkey needs something to eat. Here, here, take some wheat. Oh, we do have to feed Rolf, good old Rolf. I mean, we haven't come all that far yet, but he's probably hungry. We should get something. Yeah, I think Rolf is always hungry. I um, think so, too. All this looks like really like you got to cook it kind of food, though. Uh, do you have anything that's maybe pre-made or something? Yeah, or like, like shelf-stable. Do you have to cook apples? No, but if you do and you Ooh. sprinkle a little bit of brown oh. sugar on there, oh. and then you put some oats on the top, you put mm-hmm. that in the oven, holy crumble. mackerel. Uh, if only we had an oven or some sort of open flame in order to do this at this very moment. Because by golly, I would just love to do that. Hey, hey, Moot, your magic's all fucked up. Could you make a flame? Well, I, I mean, I did make that bonfire there uh, the last right? time. Accidentally, but maybe I can do it. Maybe you could do it accidentally on purpose. Yeah. It I'll, sounds I'll, like just what we need. I'll try to do it this time. Hold on a second. Is there like a good place where this should probably go? Well, we can yeah, just... So- clear the way here yeah maybe make a circle with some large rocks or something rather than just like right by that huge mound of dry wheat Doesn't yeah that's seem probably like... not the yeah. best spot that'll go up okay. real fast toby yeah. toby help me help me clear this out of the way here and a younger gentleman comes over and starts clearing the wheat away and so what are we what are we doing we're making things that sound delicious all right grandma and they clear out a space for you perfect i thought for okay. sure he was her younger lover because why not? Maybe. Uh, Moot thinks real hard uh, about what happened the last time he accidentally cast this spell. And he attempts to create a bonfire in the space that's been uh, provided to him. Oh, okay. A uh, couple questions. Are we still creating bonfires on your spell sheet? Yes. Did we determine how we were not creating bonfires? I can't quite remember. Because you... St- we switched it for some reason, but I can't remember the reason. Uh, I switched like something else to it. So I still have it as create bonfire. I have switched a different spell out, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So they just kind of um, randomly come and go as, right. as time passes. Um, second question. Second question. <laughs> Russ holds up three fingers. Russ, Russ second just question. Held up three fingers. I can count. Uh, second question. What number are you at on your wild magic rolls? I think you're at a three. Uh, yes, three. 
three. Okay. I cool. think it was 10% the last time we remembered to roll, but I think I did something since then. So, yeah. Okay. The, it's very exciting. I love wild magic. One, two, <laughs> That's a seven. All right. The bonfire. Yeah, you describe the bonfire to me as it sets up. Uh, the bonfire kind of just springs where there was nothing. All of a sudden, there is a bonfire. It's about five feet tall, five feet wide, essentially a cube like in shape. Um, and yeah, this bonfire is just roaring. It's like you don't need to feed any fuel onto it. It's already full blast. I think we should probably put some rocks around the other side because we missed, yeah, this is, we miscalculated the whole size of this I was thinking something thing. small. This is very impressive. You've done such a good job, Moot. But oh my goodness, it's not really what I was expecting. And we That's big, man. Like, you go big. Get some Well, get I mean, I just, I just tried it. to do it like I did it last time. And I, it was pretty big last time. So several passerbys are, are shocked and surprised. And, and Toby is kind of corralling them, trying to get rocks, like, creating a perimeter around before this spreads to other areas of this open market. Um, Grandma yells out, Whoo, Toby, get some mallows! We're gonna have a good snack right now! Marshmallows exist in this world? They do now! I said mallows! So there could be. Could be something Uh, else. I'm gonna go to Rolf and get, like, a... Hmm, not a pot... Well, like whatever, a pot equivalent, a big frying pan on a long handle. Mm-hmm. Get some apples. Yeah, I start and, cutting uh, some up with my dagger. Cut, We're like cut, adding exactly. them in. Cut some apples. Get a little cinnamon on there, and we probably have oats because of Rolf. So I assume we're ready to to make this. Uh, Grandma, delicious. you got any brown sugar uh, or sugar of any kind? You know Sweetener what? Sweetener of some kind, some honey, some syrup. Hold tight, Toby. Take this down to Sugar Fred. And he is going to give you some sugar for this wheat. He's He was asking for it earlier. He was asking for the wheat from, from your dear old grandma. Oh, was he asking for it? I thought he was asking for the sugar. Oh. Grandma. Mm. Well, we'll see. Sugar uh, Fred. Quickly, quickly. Toby goes uh, running <laughs> off. Comes back in a few moments with some sugar. Said he was real weird about it. Said, thanks. I'll see your grandma later. Um, not sure what quite what he means there. Uh, but here's your sugar, friends. Yeah, it's going to be worth it. That weird interaction is going to be so worth the delicious dessert. We're These eat. apples will completely make you forget about what's going to happen between that guy and your grandma later. Great. <laughs> I look forward to them. All right, somebody, whoever's preparing these primarily, so roll me a. A roll. Can a I roll? roll? I think I've previously set myself up as a culinary. Artiste, only this time I'm hopefully not going to poison anybody. Okay, what would we say? Mushrooms. Yeah, what would we say uh, cooking would fall under here? Probably. Mm. Performance? Yeah, maybe performance. Performance? Performance. Oh, it's it's all in the wrist. Sure. It's all in the wrist of the flipping. Yeah, so yeah, we'll say, yeah, your performance um, dictates how well you do here. Oh, my. Well, that's a four. Somebody can assist Anybody and then wants to can, so can help and may, then give advantage. Maybe Sully is like getting so much flourish going with the chopping and stuff and then accidentally like fumbles the pan that we're trying to make it in. So I'm going to try and grab it. Yeah. Grab it. Which, grab that hot pan. Which well, I long do. handle she previously said. Yeah. Fair right. enough. Uh, so that's a 14. 
14. Uh, yeah, so Sully, you go a little, you get a little too into it. Glim, you notice this and you snatch it and catch it and salvage the day. There's a little bit of a cheer because you've created somewhat of a crowd with this large bonfire and this showmanship of uh, creating these apples. And uh, Grandma comes over and says, are they done yet? Love to eat those. It's going to take a little while, but maybe you can do a brisk business. All these people coming to see what we're doing. They're going to smell this delicious scent of this magnificent dessert. Those apples are going to be flying off your cart. I like the way you think, sugar. She goes over and she is she's calling people over. She says, you can get your apples. You can taste these. You can take them home. Hang on over to Sugar Fred's and he's going to hook you up with the, the brown sweet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop with the hand motion? No. <laughs> the brown sweet stuff that you put on, and then you heat these up exactly like these have shown you, and then you're going to get them. We're going to chop up samples here. You just come get your orders. And she's going and getting orders done up. And I think we're just like making them. And as she. I, I think so too. We're, we suddenly, we're like really into it all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Like we we work here Cause, now? Because people are looking at us and it smells good. And it's like our last interaction in the last town was quite bad. I sure. almost got arrested for the pamphlet. So I got I'm like, kidnapped. I think like, this I, yeah. is much better. This, this is a much more pleasant experience we're mm. having in High Moon so far. Uh, I kind of like, like go to talk to Grandma for a second and she passes and I'm just like, uh, hey, Wait, this she is passes? Really... Oh, no. <laughs> yes, actually, I can speak to her spirit. Uh, I, I say, uh, hey, hey, Grandma, you got a minute here? Uh, we came into town, and we love what we're doing over here. It's so freaking yeah, fantastic. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yeah, you take these apples. Yeah, and, uh, yep, I'll take that money. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Do, sorry, do you know where the, the Temple of Agma is? The Temple of Agma? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, absolutely. We, we Here we call it the Leaves of Learning. But it is a temple of Agma, um, uh, and it's just a little bit. For, actually, you can see the peak of it just over uh, and off to the east there. That's fantastic! Thanks, Grandma. Oh, orders up. Uh, you distribute out all of these apples, um, and everybody is very happy with them. Uh, Grandma comes over to you after kind of the, the, the bonfire has died down, and everybody's gone their separate ways, and he says, "Well, that's the." That was the busiest day I've had in a long time. Here, you guys were you you three were so pivotal in this. You get the wheat for free, and here I'm gonna flip you a couple couple gold for your troubles because this was a really good day for uh, for old grandma here. It's about to get better. You go over and see Mr. Sugar Shack over there. Am I right? Oh, good golly, that's gonna be a good time. Mm-hmm. 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 More. More. Slower. Please, more. A little bit. Slower. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> just thinking about it right now. Mm. Well, you go get some, Grandma. Don't, uh, don't, don't just Toby, stay here on a... <laughs> Toby, you <laughs> shut her down. Grandma, don't, don't wait up. Uh, you guys, uh, Grandma told me earlier where the Temple of Agma is. Oh, so. thank goodness. I got so caught up in the apple making. It was so fun. It was very responsible of me, but I kind of think that maybe I don't want Merv to die. Oh. So, oh, I mean, yeah. I assume because he's your very good friend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess at the temple, I'm yeah. so full of apple crisp oh, now that delicious. I don't... Yeah. So good. That was good. I could take a nap, but you know, destiny, save the world, save Murph, Murph let's, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Let's go well, to the temple. Yeah.
Let's let's go. You uh, follow the directions from Grandma, following the peak that you can see up and over the building there, and you make your way through the streets. And it's a very well put together town. Um, and you come to stand outside of the Temple of Agma, also known as the Leaves of Learning. It is a large, almost cathedral-like building. Um, there are leaves carved into um, the pillars that kind of surround or, or extend across the front, and it leads up a large staircase um, to a large double doors that are presently closed. Um, it is, I mean, uh, you probably spent a couple hours making up apples. Yeah, likely. Yeah, yep. so it's kind of mid-afternoon. It's a thing with an apple crisp, Russ. You can't rush You can't, you can't rush, rush that. Can't rush yeah. that. <laughs> like, nope, I get it. That'll be your downfall. You yeah. don't want them to, you don't, don't want, want it crunch. mushy. Don't if you want it. one of those Michelin stars, you got to take your time on that That's apple right. crisp. New character goals. Michelin star. Michelin star. <laughs> Michelin star. <gasps> Guys, this building's fucking beautiful. It's so gorgeous. This town is really... I and maybe really we settle down here. here. After we after we save the world and everything, we'll come back maybe. here. Kick I mean, a it looks feet up. pretty nice. Make apple crisp. I mean, like the architecture of this. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I I, I've, I was an archaeologist. And no, really. Yes, and I would go around and look at all the beautiful architecture and sketch up my own building ideas. Wow! Did as, you ever make anything like this? No, no. It, it, I, I assisted on a lot of projects that, I mean, you would probably know a few, but I don't want to name drop. Um, oh, but you never took right. the reins for yourself. Well, you know, I didn't just, I just didn't want to be in the limelight. You know, it wasn't about that. It was about the beauty of the buildings. Yeah, I mean, this one is, look at the carved leaves and... Gorgeous. I guess, should we Knock. Yes. I don't know. You go into temples more than we do. Do you just go in? Like a Well, I I haven't this one is so grand though. And the the leaves of learning, is it a school? Is it, is it a big library maybe? So yeah, Ogma's whole deal is like knowledge and learning. So I don't really know if that means we can just walk right in or if we need to knock, but I guess we'll learn. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's, nice. that's how they. What? A, that's amazing. He starts teaching you before you're even in the building. Exactly. Wow. <sighs> so clever. Do you think that Agma is like friends with Bahamut? Yeah, probably. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, let's see if Agma's like real chill or like what his whole deal is. But knowledge, Bahamut, I think those are really compatible. <laughs> For a second, I was like, I, do you think that we're going to meet Agma? <laughs> It's entirely possible. <laughs> Who knows? Every time you enter I a mean, temple, don't you meet your deity? D- don't you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the way that Glim communes with hers, I mean, they're like this. I linked my two fingers. Not as close as Grandma and Sugar Fred, but... <laughs> no, well, no one's I mean, as close as... Right about now, nobody's as close, close. Yeah. as Grandma we and Sugar Fred. We all wish we could be as close as Grandma and Sugar Fred. <laughs> I see a weird T-shirt in the future. Very <laughs> sugar friend. Very niche. Hey, Chrissy, very you want joke? You want to do some? I know you said you wanted to keep it clean, but Grandma and Sugar Fred seems like it needs something. I do have to say that the Baja Maniacs design so that Chrissy so did is just 
out of this world good. So yeah. good. It's fantastic. So good. Uh, you can find that at Tee Public in our Tee Public store. I'll link it down in the description. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess this isn't technically my mission. I guess we're all here because of me. So I'm just going to knock on the door. All right. You walk up and you knock on the door and um, you hear it echoes loud on the inside. And after a brief moment, you hear some footsteps coming up to the door. There's a, they, it sounds like they kind of scuffle on the other side and it pulls open and an older woman with short uh, curly white hair uh, steps out and she's in brown, like a brown tunic. She pokes her head out and she says, yes, is there something I can help you with? Uh, hello, uh, my name is Sullivan Slight, and I am here with my friends in search of uh, a particular um, scroll. Sure, come on, come on in, come on in. We have lots of scrolls. Yes, um, my name is uh, my name is Kiral. Uh, I am the priestess here uh, at the Leaves of Learning. Uh, c- come in, come in, and you enter, and it's uh, brightly lit inside. There are pews that go up to the front. Um, there are um, Images of scrolls all over um, in various tapestries and in carvings in uh, different plaques. Um, uh, at the front, um, there is a, a shrine that is like stacked with scrolls, right? To, like almost to the ceiling. I see you have so, many scrolls. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon, pardon, child. Yes, come, come on in. Have a seat. Uh, are you from around here? Are you traveling? You're you, clearly. I haven't seen you here before. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm very pleased to have you. Well, we've come a very long ways uh, in search of the scroll of Agma. The the scroll of Ag of Agma Agma. <laughs> Agma. Oh, Agma. Agma, yes. Agma. Yes. We thought there was a lot of A's and it was Agma. No, yes. O-G-H-M-A. So uh, I'm glad that you've come to learn. Uh, a, a, a scroll, you say? Yes. Could you, des- could you describe the scroll or perhaps the context of which scroll you're looking for? I, I would be able to help you a lot more if you gave me some something to go on because we have many scrolls on Ogma. Um, Do so- you have like the scroll? Is there like you know you know the one? I feel like you're alluding to something, and as as knowledge filled as I am, having read the majority of these scrolls, well, that's really impressive. Thank you. Um, I still need more context than the Was it like one that's like the most important one? Uh, she just kind of tweaks her head to the uh, side. Uh, uh, what, what, one, just one second, one second. Can you guys come here for a second? Um, of course, I'll, I'll just be over. I'll just be over here cleaning up. Kind of like huddle up a little bit. I'm like, sure, Sully, uh, what's up, guys? I they just told me to find the scroll in the temple of Agma. But I don't know what. But there's like a thousand there, scrolls there, here. See, I thought there would be like one on a on a on a. Well, like on a pedestal. Yeah, you know, oh, like yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. scroll. Sure. But um, it doesn't seem to be that way. Uh, ex- excuse me, 
Kirill. Yes, of course. Um, Sorry, so what did you say your name was again? Sullivan Slight. Sullivan Slight. But Pleasure. you can call me Sully. Yes, Sully. So, like, I was sent here by Layden Menda. Layden Menda, yes. Who would like to have the scroll okay. of Ogmok. Well, I mean, we do know Layden Menda here. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, he comes to visit quite free, well, not quite frequently. It's been a while since. He's here all the fucking time. Like, why on earth am I here right now? No, it's been a couple years since he's been here. Um, he does stop in. He is Upon my language. Of course, it's, it's okay. Um, language is knowledge. (laughs) When he's, when he pardons himself, he does like a weird, like, bow. (laughs) And knowing is half the battle. Only you can stop forest fires. Um, he does come quite frequently. Um, there was... Now that you mention it, um, there was a fellow in, um, an elven fellow with a with a weasel, and who gave me saying that somebody was coming for Laden Menda's scroll. So this oh, is good. Yes, that's yes. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Of course, yes. Let me let me, uh, let me go find that. Uh, it should be just back in my office here. And she uh, exits uh, the main chapel area. Uh, for a brief moment. Sometimes all you gotta do is ask. I guess I wasn't entirely sure because it really doesn't feel like this whole trip is on the up and up. If you know what I mean. Well, he did. They they kidnapped you to tell you the information, so it seemed like anytime maybe... you get put in a burlap sack and then you yeah. be told to do something or someone else is gonna die. It's yeah, I mean it's usually... not great. No, just you think you're working on in the secret sort of zone, but I I guess. Not. No, I guess we're really just. See, messengers. we're learning so much already. I or also feel better about it. And Kiral's in on it. Oh, okay. I feel maybe. less better about it now, though. Hmm. Uh, okay. I found it, and she cool. comes out, and she's holding a scroll, and she, she uh, walks over to you and hands it to you, um, and you look at it, and it's a, um, it's a scroll. Cool. It looks like it's sealed with uh, what looks like the uh, an impression of a goat's skull. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, look, Moo, it would have been you. Oh, and I hold the oh, right. <laughs> Except you are a sheep, but I mean, it's still in the barnyard family. Uh, Thank you so much for this, Kirill. Of course. Kirill, what's the image on the seal? Like mm. a goat's head or? Yes, let me see one more time. Um. Uh, that looks like it could be, if I'm not mistaking, uh, a symbol of a uh, of Orcus. Um, okay, not sure the that's context. great. I put it in my bag. <laughs> and we shall never talk of this again. Okay, bye. Uh, Layden does uh, much learning. I, I wouldn't, you seem nervous. I wouldn't read too much into it. Um, he, he likes to know a lot about all sorts of regions and different groups of people. Uh, the, the, the gentleman who dropped this off assured me that this was uh, for his knowledge. Well, there's no reason not to trust that person because this is the temple of knowledge. So why would anyone come here for any other reason? And, and Mr- just as a, as a reminder, who did you say dropped it off for? Um, it was a man with a ferret or a weasel, I think uh, you said? Yes. Um, his name, I believe, was... Arlo, Arlo Tetrin, but yes, he was a, an, an elven man, um, uh, not, uh, nicely dressed, uh, looked like in clean, clean pressed clothes, 
um, kind of normal ad- adventurer's clothes, you know, you travel the road with. Um, and yes, a, uh, a, a, I guess you could describe it as like an albino weasel, but it was an all-white weasel. Well, isn't that a whimsical pet? That's fun. I thought so. It's, it seemed very nice. Well, um, thank you so much. If you haven't heard, which you might not have, uh, Grandma with the stand right when you first come into town. Yes. We showed her how to make this amazing dessert with apples, and she's been, she might even be sold out of apples now. But if you head back tomorrow, I bet she'll make it again. You're going to want to check it out. It is delicious. Also, I'm going to jump in there because I don't think this is just a dessert. I'm talking breakfast, snacks. I don't think there's a bad time to have this apple crisp. Good. I agree. Apple with crisp. an apple base, you can have it for breakfast. Like it's sweet, but it's not too sweet. Mm. <laughs> this sounds most delightful. I'm going to have to swing by grandma's shop tomorrow. I wish I gave her a name, but I didn't. So I wish I'm, her I'm going to swing is by grandma. I'm going to swing by grandma's shop and learn about this. Thank you very much. Do you, do you have a place to stay? You seem. Are you, are you headed out right away? What, what, are you, what are your plans? You seem like three fine, upstanding citizens. Well, we love this town. It's it's so nice. We've had such a warm welcome, but I think we have to get going. You know, you're on all these missions and picking up things and going and doing Delivering other things. It's it's uh, <laughs> you don't someone could die. You know, <laughs> you know, Fair pretty standard stuff. Yeah, just no no rest. So I I think it's still pretty early in the day. We might have to hit the old road. Okay. Well, it's it's been a pleasure to uh, to meet you three. Um, please do give my best to Layden, and uh, we can't wait to see him again. Um, hopefully the scroll is delivered um, safely. Thank you for coming into the Leaves of Learning. Oh, oh, I had one last question before we go. Of course. Uh, my friend Glim here is pretty big on Bahamut, and I was just curious, mm-hmm. are Agma and Bahamut friendly with one another, or like, what's the deal there? Uh, well... Not un- not unfriendly by any means. That's what I said. Yes. I said knowledge and Bahamut stands for justice. I mean, these are compatible goals, even if, you know, I believe in my heart that Bahamut is the ultimate god. Like, it, it's there are others, and that's fine. Sully's so like, slowly. Every, everybody <laughs> is entitled to their own beliefs. Um, if anybody... The rules. <laughs> You know what? You come back tomorrow morning if you're still in town. No, no pressure. You will hear a lovely sermon of Agma, and uh, you can hear the ways of him. But it's best, um, best to take in all ideas. I agree. I agree. Did you? Do you have a lot of knowledge about Bahamut at the Leaves of Learning, or did you want me to leave? I have some information. Well, if you have any information, we do have some scrolls on Bahamut and all of the uh, the greater deities of mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the land, um, but. We always take more information just, if you have something. I just, I have this small, just, it, just in case there's anything new in it. How to praise, ba- do people have difficulty praising one's God? Well, you'd be surprised. And with Bahamut, you really get a real direct line through physical activity. So it's sort of like a different really? kind of, like with Ogma, you probably read a book, I assume, or like you learn and that's how you kind of can commune. You just take a look, you read a book. It like opens your mind into many colors. It like really expands things. It's like some kind of like a like a rainbow when you read. It's really You know yeah. what? I'm going to read through this pamphlet 
and perhaps mm-hmm. tomorrow implement some of the the ideas towards my sermon, getting people up and moving. I mean, they stand up, they sit down, they stand up, they sit down, but that's not the same. Maybe we just need to get that blood flow and that'll really get things to stick in the, in the mind. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could just talk for hours, but like I said, we scrolls to deliver, lives to save, blah, blah, blah. So um, maybe if I'm, if we're back in town, I can swing by. Please do. We could, we could talk some more. We'll put the tea on. Just let us know oh. when you're coming. Great. Thank you. I'm afraid that we've like somehow broken Glim a little bit. She said life's to save, and then she said blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, she's always... Well, I think just the problem is she always gets bogged down in the whole, I've got a destiny to save the world, and now she's just trying to keep it a little shorter for us, because we've got things to do. Oh, maybe that did. I think the intention is still 100% there for Glim. She just knows that we're on a bit of a time crunch here with the whole Merv situation. Cool. I just got a little bit worried, because I didn't want to, like... You know, like taint her. She's like, well, she's like kind of perfect, you know. Well, I don't think there's anything that you or I could do to change that. All right, let's let's get going. We left we left poor um, Rolf outside. Well, he had that pile of hay, though. He's pretty happy. Fair enough. Um, but let's go because I'm getting worried about Merv, and I just what if it takes us a super long time to get to Serloon? I know this this part has has gone so quickly and so easily. I guess. Um... We just need to get to Sir Loon and then get the thing and then get back and save Murph. It's very important. Yeah. I've been so worried about him ever since we first met in the, in the Fallen Tower. Uh, oh, oh, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Kiro? Yes, of course. We're going to, um, to Sir Loon. Is okay. there like a, like a highway, like a straight shot? Um, any information you can give us to get us here quickly? This this puppy's got to go on a boat, I think. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't remember. Um, the quickest way uh, is uh, going to actually be to uh, follow the river. So you're going to have to cross the river uh, going south. Um, and then there is a uh, pathway that will lead you down through a city that I can't quite read because the print is so small. A city called... Uh, you're going to want to pass the bridge. Go over the bridge, head south uh, at Arkin Bridge. That's the city that crosses the river. Uh, you're going to want to head south from there, and that will get you through Serloon. Uh, it's not a well-traveled path. Usually it cuts along the uh, the coast. Uh, you could head uh, a little bit west, go down through Derloon, and then head back up through Serloon. But it sounds like you're in a bit of a we gotta rush. we got to go fast. Yeah, you're going to want to head south, get to Arkin Bridge, Go south from there. Well, how how many days journey would you say that is? Uh, eight or nine. Okay, we have to oh. go. Okay, bye. And bye, it was so nice to quickly. meet you. Bye, we've got to go. Sally quickly, like pleasure, runs out. Guys, we gotta go. We gotta go now. I don't know. Like, yeah, we gotta. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. We we, we climb back aboard the carriage. Uh, uh big yeah. As Rolf slowly starts to leave the city. I think she made it mean that it was going to be like eight or nine days on like a regular horse. We're moving at like a slow, slow, super slow speed right now. Once he gets going, it's just he's so full up on all that. Hey, maybe once he once he gets rolling. Yeah, he'll be fine. It's Rolf. Of course, he'll get us there.
It's the middle. And we're here. Yeah. Here we it's are in the middle. The middle. Hey, we're, wait, are we around. in the middle? It's the middle. I'm huh. surrounded by stuff because I'm in the middle. Oh. There are things on either side of me because I'm in the middle. All this great, great content is coming your way. But something we really have to talk about is actually we're nearing the middle of the month. And this month is Pride Month. Woo! Woo-woo! Happy, Happy Pride, Pride Month. Month. Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everyone. That's what I said. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> and that, I mean, the it, sentiment was very heartfelt, yeah. and we all appreciated it. It was the emotion it behind was right yeah. the non-words, mm-hmm. not necessarily the mm-hmm. nonsensical words themselves. One thing we're taking part of this month to uh, celebrate and to bring awareness and to raise funds for the Trevor Project is our good friends over on the Dark Dice podcast. That would be uh, Travis Vengroff. Some of you may listen to his uh, podcast as well. So Travis has put together uh, some really awesome things to help uh, garner support and help fundraise for the Trevor Project. So one of those things is GM for Hire, essentially, is uh, an auction to bid. Is that right, Russ? Yes, it's an auction. Bid on different uh, GMs that you might like to run a game for you and your pals. There are also really cool um, artists that can... You can commission <laughs> art from them. That's what I was like. Yeah. Uh, so you can get uh, commissioned art from a whole bunch of really great artists. You can rent a GM. There's a bunch of amazing people. Victoria from the Broadswords, Travis from uh, Dark Dice, Sean from the End of Time and Other Bothers, and me, I guess, if you want to vote for me. Um, you can go bid right now. All the links are going to be down in the description. Or you can go to darkdicepod.com slash pride month celebrate you know what that's a long thing darkdicepod.com slash pride dash month slash celebrate i'll put it down in the description you can go find all the details there perfect um they've got merch they've got the auction all the proceeds are going towards the trevor project it's going on all month long and then you uh could if you bid um potentially rent a GM for sometime in July and somebody will play a sweet game for you. So go check that out. We'll get you back to the episode. Go check out all those details. Thank you very much for being here with us. Uh, Hopefully you're well and safe and we'll talk to you very soon. Love you. Bye. 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 We see our, our, our trio uh, aboard their carriage rolling across the Dale lands, entering into the, uh, the region of Sembia um, we're going to montage this a little bit. Give me, give me something exciting that everybody passes as they're going on this journey. Is it like foresty? Is it deserty? Is it? Uh, the first part, uh, you're going to run into some forest. You're going to pass through the arch, arc wood. Um, you're... I see some unicorns running along the side of the trail. I get very excited. Wow. That is exciting. Um, you, uh, for those that know about unicorns, if anybody wants to roll a nature check, I have plus one nature. Who knows? Mm, That's a twelve. <laughs> yeah, the nine's not going to do it. Um, yeah, this this is amazing. Um, you don't know anything about unicorns the specifically, beasts, or mythology of them, or if there ever is more than one there, but you see them. Uh, on our travels, we encounter a road that is uh, just covered in sheep that have escaped their field. All right. Um, 
Rolf slows as you're, as you're trying to get through these sheep. There's just bleeding all over the place. Um, you may want to enunciate a little bit. Ble- I said bleeding. <laughs> I sounded like bleeding all over the place. You got headphones on. It's bleeding. I'm slashing all- left, right, and center. I got to get to Merv. Get out of the way, sheep. It's a bloodbath. Uh, somebody roll me either an animal handling or an attack. Uh, whichever way you want to take this. Uh, I mean, animal, animal handling for sure. Uh, that's a four for me. Uh, I got a 19. Oh, that'll do. And Moot's going to channel his inner sheep mm-hmm. and try to get them to move off of the road. Uh, so describe. That's a lot of pointing and like air traffic controllering up speaking this sheep. way and that way. How do Glim and uh, Sully react to Moot's sheepisms? I kind of feel like we watch and then we look at each other and look back and just like, wow. Wow. Still some of it in him, hey? I, I don't know if it'll ever leave. Once once you're a sheep, I guess you just always kind of have some sheepy magic. Uh, would, huh. would you say you've cast any magic along the way? Um, No, I don't think so. I think he's trying to do this one. Uh, without any magical abilities. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I think maybe maybe we see another carriage approaching, and I'm like, oh, guys, hold on. And I jump off our carriage and, like, run up to it. And I'm like, hey, I don't have very long, but I was just wondering if you guys wanted to hear a little bit about Bahamut just real quick. Like, we're just passing through, but he's this really great guy, and I think he really he has a lot to offer. And I'm, they're just staring at me. I don't even know if they speak common. There's just no... Hey, where are you guys going? <laughs> Wait, are you guys, are you going to High Moon? It's so great there. You're going to really love it. You might want to check out the Leaves of Learning, but not until you read this pamphlet. And I hand out some pamphlets to everybody. And then by then, you know, our carriage has caught up and they're crossing. And I'm like, okay, it was really great to meet you guys. I hope I'll see you soon. Just some, just like a drive-by yeah, proselytize. I love it. Yep. <laughs> I feel like that would be an interaction where, like, one of the squeegee guys, like, comes over to your window and you're like, no, thanks. No, and they're no, like, no. well, I'm here already. So they just do it. <laughs> yeah. You pass through Arkham Bridge and it is a, a largely human city. It's sprawling and bustling and, and as loud and as busy as the streets of Waterdeep. Um, as you get up to it, the walls look like they've been built and rebuilt several times. You can see where sections have... Um, crashed down and been brought back up. Um, you are allowed in and through uh, the city without uh, without any any real issues or concerns. Nobody uh, goes to stop you. Do you take time in this city or do you keep on going? I think self. I don't like... think so. I think I think we gotta keep on rolling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another uh, several days pass. You're reaching the eighth day since you've left High Moon, and you've traveled through this not well, it, it's definitely not any sort of created path. Like, it's it's just a, a worn travel path um, that looks like it's just been worn down just by random people going by. It's not as busy as one of the, as the city roads or as the main roads going out. Um, and on that eighth day, you... You reach the edge of the city of Serloon, and Serloon is a um, is a harbor city. You see the 
see out beyond as you kind of crest over this large hill that rolls down towards the coastline. It's very um, Gothic architecture. And as you get up to it, and even before, as you're kind of walking in, you notice that you're uh, being watched by several helms or guards dressed in like full metal plate. And they appear to be patrolling. None of them on the further outskirts stop you. They just kind of watch you as you're going by, observing. Um, But as you get to the gates, um, it opens up and into the city. And you are stopped by two of these helmed guards. And they step out in front of you. They are each carrying a large uh, spear and shield. And they step up to your carriage as you slow down. And they say... What is your business in Serloon? Hello, friends. We are heading, we are just passing through um, to get to a boat to send a scroll to Leyden Menda. It worked last time when we mentioned his name, so maybe it's going to work this time. It's worth a shot. So you're here on business uh, yeah, I'm not courier business. Yeah, courier yeah. business. We're just messenger boys and and lady. Of course, the person you're the guard you're talking to takes a step back and allows you through and into the city. I tip my invisible hat. They make no move after that. They allow you to roll by, and you're in the city. Um, it is um, as you get in, you see more of this. This gothic architecture, um, and sprinkled throughout, you see high up on many buildings, um, gargoyles and other um, similar decorations. Uh, just so you know, this type of architecture is goth architecture. You can tell because of all the really sad, uh, angry-looking stuff around. And when you look at the buildings, uh, you, too, get a feeling of being sad and angry. And it just makes you want to be alone and uh, listen to um, All Chemical Romance. Have you guys... I don't know if I know that that band before. Yeah, it's it's a band. Can you, can you like, dance to it? Can you Zumba to it? Uh, no, it you can cry to it a lot. Like, you can just, like, oh. sit down and just have a good... Just a good sabin, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, why would they design okay. buildings that make you sad? Uh, well, I mean, because uh, w- from my archaeology studies, uh, buildings, just as in books and other types of art, are meant to evoke different types of um, uh, emotions. Right. Well, Shit, I that mean, sounded like semi-smart coming from him. That, that one seemed real. <laughs> Damn it. I think you're right because remember we were in High Moon and it just felt so like warm and welcoming and here all the different it's so, colored doors and it was just so open. Like yeah, oppressive and all the like gargoyles are staring at us and the guards are staring at us and it just is not. We're not going to get to make apple crisp here, is what I'm saying. But what if we did? It could turn the whole place around. Oh shit, man! Well, oh. let's deliver this scroll first and then try to change different types of civilizations. Agreed. Gotta save Merv. Let's head to the harbor. Serloon is a large city, and as you're walking through it, everybody make a perception check. Three. Eighteen. Seven. <laughs> okay. Um, 
As you're walking through, you see many different symbols. Um, some on like banners and flags. Um, some painted on or scrawled on different walls. You see uh, one of what looks like an eyeless mask. It has, uh, you can see the nose and mouth, but uh, completely smooth over the eyes. You see uh, images on some uh, glim specifically. You see uh, like smaller icons, uh, for lack of a better term, of like two blades, two daggers or knives crossed and they're almost like they're trying to be hidden, but still obvious that they're there, um, just kind of worked into the architecture around them. Um, and predominantly, as you get further into the center of this city, before you hit um, the, the dock area, you see an image of a dragon head and five distinctly colored scratches behind that head. You know that to be the symbol of the cult of the dragon. Uh, guys, do you see that? That one... The two goggles humping over there? No, no. That was an interesting choice. That's... I mean, I guess gargoyles gotta be like grandma and sugar... No, so that... That symbol, that's a dragon, that's the cult of the dragon. What? No. Oh. Um, Do you think they must be gone, right? Like, that can't exist anymore. The decimators came and they... Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm just going to go into the back of the covered wagon, just right... And by covered wagon, I mean, I'm just going to cover myself with a blanket in the back of this wagon, just for no reason. Oh. Okay. Have a okay. good nap. Yeah, I'm tired. I'll let you know if I see any more funny gargoyles. Only if they're humping. Okay. Sully for sure, like, hides under a blanket in the back of the... <laughs> yeah, and you, as you were going through the city, you didn't notice them, whether you were distracted by humping gargoyles or some other thing. I was looking um, at the goth buildings. But, as yeah, as soon as you see them, you recognize them as the as the symbol for the followers of Tiamat. Um, Moot and Glim, after Sully's show of... I don't, I don't know. Sleepiness. How, sleepiness. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll give you... A, I mean, he's a pretty weird dude. I don't know how yeah. out of character that would have seemed. Sure. Okay. Um, you carry on uh, through the middle of the city. Um, the further... To, the closer to the center of the city you go, the uh, darker in both the literal and figurative sense the city seems. Like, you feel like you're being watched on all sides. Um, as you pass through, there are these helmed guards that you saw before the city and at the city gates everywhere. And you pass through and you get to um, kind of where the city rolls down a final hill and to the coastline. And out overlooking the coast, you see the harbor. And it is filled with ships. Do we know which one we're looking for? I don't think so. Sully, you better... I think we're at the harbor. We gotta figure out what to do now. Do you have any more instructions from the kidnapping? Uh, I literally just, like, peek my head up from under one of the blankets. Um, 
and say, uh, "No, it just says get it, get it onto the ship." Um, in Sirloo, mm. I don't. Um, but I think that maybe if we just go around like we have been doing previously and just say, uh, "This is for Laden Menda." Is there a boat going out for Laden Menda? One scroll ordered for Laden Menda. And like, I'm starting to wonder if maybe you should take my three-week intensive note-taking course. I feel like it would do a lot of good for when you're the one uh, left with writing down the the directions for things. Uh, I just learned a few things. Number one, I had no idea that you offered a course. Taking oh, notes. yes. Uh, and uh, number two... Um, I don't know if I, in that specific situation, even if training would have kicked in for me uh, in that life or death um, kind of a kind of moment. But I, I'm under the impression that just as I was not told what kind of scroll to get, uh, I was also not told what kind of boat to put it on or anything like that. So um, uh, I was told, <laughs> hold on and just remember something right now, uh, that they that they would find me. Now, I okay, so they'll find you. That's great news to know. When See, we get if down we dig there, a little deeper, yeah, sometimes true. we can come up with more information. Now, the, the beauty of my three week course is that I break you down and rebuild you from nothing, so that way it's just instinctual that no matter the situation, you're able to take those accurate notes. I'm gonna have to ask, how, how, do, how do you break someone down? Oh, I've been broken down once do before that. and it wasn't pleasant. Um, Oh, no, it is not pleasant. Oh, God. You have to sign a waiver and everything. Oh, jeez. Wow, I'm so impressed. I had no idea you were starting this whole side business. Good for you. That's a real, like, entrepreneurial skill that you've got there that I had no idea existed within you. Yeah, wow, Moo. What a surprise. Sully, from uh, off behind the carriage, you hear a door, like, booted open. And then you hear a very familiar voice, and it calls out, Hey, Benty, we gotta get down to the ship there. Yeah, buddy, I'm coming. Come on, hold your horses. They'll wait for us. You turn and you look and you see two more hulking figures, the scarred hands and faces of your trainers, cohorts, when you ran from the forest that day, Benty and Barty. Guys, can Ruff, can Ruff go any faster? The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Creighton's Raven, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Stevie, Jacob Madden, Cat Waterflame, Devin Michaels, and Christian Brown. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. 
where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. He's read a lot of books. Moot knows some things. I have a tab here. Hold, please. You have many tabs Look, there. there was a lot of planning this afternoon, and I just <laughs> needed... To know, uh, apparently I don't have that tab anymore. Hold, please. Ogma. Ogma. Um, Ogma. Oh, I thought it was Ogma. But everybody's been saying Og. I I have notes. I found (laughs) this. And it says, High Moon in the Dale Lands. Find Scroll Temple Ogma. A-A-H-G-M-A-H. Take to Sir Loon, south of High Moon. Head to Castle. Ten days. Laden men. And then I've trailed off. Laden menzies. I am, uh, what's the word? Horny. (laughs) Horny. That's the one. Nailed it. Everybody's horny. Um, Something in the water. Right. Uh, what's the name of a person? A cleric? Not a cleric. A, a priest? Scry- priest. Priest. Priestess? Priest. Cool. It looks like it's sealed with uh, an impression of something. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal with scrolls? Um, it looks like it's... <laughs> That's how you, uh, <laughs> you like seal something, what's right? It's not wax. Deal? Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. After all this time. What time is it again? I feel like the clock stopped. Time was a tennis ball we could bat round the court. Time for distraction too. Time to just sink to the bottom. Time to get to the meat of this meat. Time for Greater Boston Season 4. That's right, on September 13th, Greater Boston returns with new full-length episodes released every other Tuesday. And we're... So excited for you to hear it. But also, it's been three years since our last season wrapped, so we're maybe a little worried that people might have forgotten about us. So we're asking for you to help spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers and classmates, tell your cat, tell your local subway busker. But politely and without interrupting their performance, point is, now is a good time to share your love for Greater Boston on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and TikTok and wherever else you, you know, post things. Then come back on September 13th when Greater Boston Season 4 officially begins.